I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ferreira at the far post. Can he get a shot off? It's Ferreira to get a second. Yes, he does. Goes in off the hands of JT Marcinkowski. Sebas Ferreira has picked up the second. It's 4-2 to Houston Dynamo. Welcome back to the Houston Dynapod podcast. Still don't know what episode it is, but it's season 15. three. It's 15. Joey, thank you. Yo, dude. <laughs> I, I made sure to check. <laughs> yo, from now on, before we record, I always forget. Just like text me and be like, yo, check the number. Because <laughs> even when I publish the episodes, I got to go back and look at the uh, the numbering. And Wait, actually, it, is this one getting posted first or the Seattle one? So we're going to post this one tonight. So this Seattle is 14 one. then. Seattle's 15. 14. Yeah, yeah. But those get titled as like uh match preview Seattle or oh, so this like is 14 then. Okay. Yeah, f- yeah 14, yeah. something like that. Only the shows with just me and you have the the special labeling of S3 and then E whatever. Season That's 3. That's not true. The one with you and Rudy had a number. Well, you well, you went on vacation, <laughs> okay? I you had to go have a life and I I accept that. Speaking of lives, how's your I just finally w- listened to it this morning. Dude, you're way behind. I know I'm I'm horrible. You're way behind. But I had to make sure I listened to it before I came on. Well, yeah, duh, obviously. <laughs> but uh, you know, speaking of life and all, how have you been, dude? I've been great. Vacation was awesome. Oh, tell us about your vacation and how great you've been, because I'm about to go sour as fuck on the whole audience. <laughs> yeah, so I went to L.A. to to see the Dynamo play, and they didn't play. I was very sad about that, but you know. I, I enjoyed my time there. Yeah, I went to Hollywood Boulevard, Sightsaw and stuff, went to Disney, Universal, the all the cool stuff in LA. And then I went down over to Joshua Tree National Park and did a few days of hiking. That was really fun. Did you take a picture with Mickey and Minnie? Please take Mickey and Minnie, no. Damn it. Not. Did I you take a do... picture with any characters? I gotta check. I I I, I took one with my with my dad and Lightning McQueen. Joey, you went to Disney with your dad at 25? Yeah. Joey, I'm worried. It was a family thing. Oh, that's cool. My family just... It wasn't just, it wasn't just me and my dad. No, it was... <laughs> um, it, it, was it, it was the whole family. 
dude, I wish my family was stuck. Let's take a vacation. Now they're just like, quit making bad choices. Quit fucking dating people that are bad for you. Quit quit doing shit that you shouldn't be doing. I just get naked. No, I, love my, I love my family, man. We, we do shit all the time. I, don't get me wrong. I love mine as well. Uh, my brother, who we, we nobody really talks to him. He's normal-ish. They just had their first baby, which is cool. And uh, but no, me and my parents, we, we, we hang out. We talk. I saw my mom, I guess. When did I see them? Last weekend? It's over there. We hang out a lot. They're not too far away. <clears throat> but uh, so vacation was good, huh? That was wonderful. All right. Well, here we go. You got any more happy news for us? Because I'm about to shit all over the happy parade. No. Let's hear it. All right, man. Remember I was engaged? Did I tell you this? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Not anymore. Definitely not engaged anymore. Uh, so you guys have heard all about, I've referred to her as Viking girl. Her, her name's Ellen. E-L-L-E-N. And uh, it was a very tumultuous relationship. She doesn't have... I would say it's fair to say that neither one of us is really strong mentally, mental health wise. Uh, she's a little less, less strong, but we, we do, we got matching tattoos. I handmade rings, which is cost effective and sentimental. Now we got engaged. I asked her parents if I could marry her, talked all this good stuff. And then I had to, uh, I don't know how to say this. I had to get the police involved on a Friday evening, and we are done. Uh, long story short, uh, past couple of days, I've learned a lot about her uh, in terms of what was going on the entire time we were together. And it's just <clears throat> boys and girls. If you see a red flag, you need to run. I, Joey, do you? You're not dating anybody, are you? Uh, I'm not, not currently. So like I, I have this thing where I just ignore red flags and I keep doing it and it just it, – it's gotten just worse. Like she had so many red flags, so fucking many, and I ignored them and I fell madly in love with her. Would have done anything for her. But she drove me to the point where it's like, dude, I need to go see a fucking therapist now. Like I don't – I'm all fucked up. I am all types of like not myself. So don't worry. I'm, I'm, I'll be fine. I'm all, I usually am. So that's how I've been. That's that was great. Uh, although I did get my stuff back, she threatened to fucking steal. That was cool. Yeah. Anyway, yo, dude, ha, here we go. Let's kick it off. Hung out with bad guy Chris last night. <laughs> dude, he okay. So I went to the gamma with my Dynamo jersey, Dynamo hat, my khaki shorts, and my my tennis shoes. Chris was wearing like some fly dress shoes. Some khaki pants and a tucked in polo. But I'm gonna tell you, man, he's he's fucking fun. He's he's a lot. He's exactly like he is online in real life. Like he's that guy. It was a lot of fun, dude. We got to yell a bunch. I know that Ben Olsen heard all of the funny shit we said. He, there was like five thousand people there. So we were yelling and screaming. It was a great match, a lot of fun. That's the first time I've like gone out. Or excuse me, who I just burped. Second time I've gone out and met uh, a listener. I met Colby and uh, Caleb, the guys that did the intro music. Oh God, years ago, two years ago. Nobody else, nobody else. But uh, let's do this, Joey. You ready to get into soccer talk, or should we shoot the shit some more? Or do you got any questions? I'm about ready. My, no more questions about my fucking crazy relationships. And she's gonna listen to this. I know she is. She's gonna listen to it. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it, keep it to myself then. Oh, she's going to listen to it? 
Dude, I don't fucking know. You said she's nuts. I don't I don't want to fuck with that. Ah, uh, well, she is, but who isn't Joey? Joey's not Joey's normal. But uh all right. Topic one. Hadebe injury. Joey, how serious is this? Who replaces him and what the fuck are we gonna do now without him? Oh, I mean, it's very serious. It's, uh, he's gonna be out for a few months. Broken so, leg, right? Broken leg. Yeah. Yep. Surgery. He had to get surgery. It's it's gonna be a while. You guys know how much I love teenage, so this is a it's a big miss. But also at the same time, this is the most defensive depth we've ever had ever. Yeah. It's it, so. We have. Mikhail, who stepped in these last two games and was absolutely phenomenal. I thought, I th- I thought he was probably the. I, I would have said he's the man of the match last night if he played the full game. Yeah, I thought Morano was pretty good. But that's who I give as my man of the match was Morano. I think I picked uh, Tarbell. Yes, I did. I picked Tarbell as my man of the match. I thought he had a very good match in goal. I thought I he was fine. Would I give him a seven? I think. What'd you give? Um... Give Corey Baird a two, even though he didn't play. What'd you give Dorsey? Nine, seven. Really, Griff? Yeah, uh, he, he was solid. Oh shit, we were all solid last night. Up until yeah, it, minute thirty-five. Dude, look at look at Mikel's stats, dude. He had seven clearances in forty-five minutes. Dude, all we were doing was popping the ball down the field. <laughs> Once mm-hmm. we went down a man, man, it was kind of boring, but it was still fun. We still played offense. We still we still tried to get down there. That was and score. great, but. Yeah, man. I see with this Hadebe injury, I'm I'm thinking, I'm thinking now that Bartlow is going to keep his spot on the right. And I'm telling you, last night they played Chase Gasper as a left-sided center back. I think Ben Olsen might be toying with the idea of Gasper as the left center back, or I would say Sviachenko because his he's good with both feet. I don't. I think Mikhail is he's a little clunky. He doesn't distribute the ball as well as teenage. Teenage, as you've said before, he's he's kind of a unicorn, a left-sided center back that can pass and he can run. I don't think Mikhail is as much that. Mikhail is more like a Brazilian Daniel Steris. He's also well, how tall is Mikhail? Six fucking four, six six. He's huge, man. How tall he's is he? a big dude. Dude, he was by far the largest person in the photo uh, when we played RSL. He's fucking huge. Yeah, he, he he's a bit of a monster, and he, he he's been damn good. I'm really happy with him. It's nice to see the young kids come in, play well, and we win. You know, we no longer we're not turning to these 32 year old guys that have bounced around or are no longer good enough for MLS. We got kids that are working their way into the league. Joey, we're we're almost like a real team, aren't we? Yeah, we had we had five debutants last night too. Oh, I like that word, debutant. I like that. It makes me uh makes my blood flow change directions. <laughs> Who were they? Name them off, Joey, because I didn't even recognize some of the guys on the bench. Um, so Charles Auguste came in. Yep. Uh Talon Maples. I'm so happy for Talon Maples. He he earned those minutes. Dude, great calves. Talon Maples has amazing calves. I'm in love with his his legs. Keep going. I got nice calves too. I I, I take after him. Dude, show me. <laughs> And then uh, Vanderkust. Yep. Aliu. Oh, that was fun. And uh, Mohib Morana. Yeah, I was, I was, you know what? I was, I think that with the amount, limited amount of time he's been here, the fact that they threw Aliu in so soon, I think that they are hurrying to get him up top. 
I think he, I, I think he might start Saturday. You it, think so? I don't. I'm not going to predict that he will, but if he, but I will not be shocked if he does. Because I don't, I don't think it's Sebastian. Sebastian played shitty again last night. Uh, Sebastian was the worst player on the field. It's just, it's actually, I don't know. I think, I think Kyrie Shelton was probably the worst player in the field. Oh my lord. Well, we're we're worried about us. You know, we <laughs> care about SKC, dude. They they. I can't believe that guy got a European move and has played minutes in the Bundesliga. Yeah, he can't finish a tap-in from three yards out in MLS. It's crazy. That's the one he put over the bar? Yeah. yeah thank God, man, because my butthole puckered. Mm-hmm. It, no, it got real tight. Real tight. Like you put I, a... I don't know what's up with that team. Man. Daniel Shalloway is a shell of himself, too. They're just horrible. And their best player, they subbed off at halftime. Like They, they blessed us with taking off Gotti Kinda. He was terrorizing us in the first half. Did they I'll tell you what? They really did never really look threatening. There was what that uh, a couple times, but overall, man, it was just more of the same. They're going to work the ball in. We're going to clear it out. We're going to block it, use our bodies, use our heads. It's just good, solid, mm-hmm. consistent football that we're seeing, regardless of who gets hurt. Most of their shots were. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, most of their shots were like, headers from like top of the box like that just flew right over the bar it was nothing threatening no no no, it was good so like joey are, are, are we good or do we just not suck like where are we at because i think i don't think we're good yet i think we're close and i, yeah, I, I don't I, I don't think we're good i don't think we're good yet but i know we don't suck like i can look at this team and be like this team doesn't suck this team is taking it seriously we have a coach who's Getting, I, dude. Have you looked at our our player ratings this year, as compared to like last year at all? What from what? Oh, the players we've had this year versus last year. Just yeah, overall, what, what, what overall, ratings? The performance ratings: the seven one, the six eight, where they average them out for the year. Oh, and like foot mob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. foot mob. I don't, I, I don't pay attention to that crap. That's all garbage. Joey, don't you do ratings yourself? Yeah, I, I, I don't. I do ratings based off what I watch. I don't. I think the ratings that they do on FootMob are terrible because they don't even take in account every stat, and they don't they don't take into consideration the uh, situational plays. Yeah. Who do you think has the best ratings after Joe Chabala? I mean, Football Reference doesn't do typical ratings but they have their stats or that's what i use for a lot of my stuff i I love me some football reference no one else really does like good ratings unless it's like local writers who do stuff that's what that's what i pay attention to for other clubs you ever use the app or website who scored no they're not bad they were they're a lot like football ref they're better than a better than foot mob but i don't think they're as good as football reference football reference has fucking stats beyond stats Oh, I I love football reference. I I use that, I use that for everything. Uh, well, anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you, dude. Our entire starting lineup is basically rated seven and up. Whereas last year, the last two years, 
I can tell you right now, we had three, maybe four players that rated out on average seven and higher. We had most of them rated below average. This year, dude, it's so much different. Just everything is is better. Everything. Everything's better. Why is it, Joey? Why are we so good now? Why are we almost good? Well, because we have a good coach now. Did you call Ben Olson a good coach? He's a great coach, I think. Joey, that might cost us followers, but you know what? Do we give a fuck? Nope. Nope, we don't. Because I agree with Joey. I think Ben's a fucking good coach, man. Uh, which player, aside from uh, kind of going off script here, who, who on the team, aside from the, the usual names, who's your like surprise guy? Like, oh, I didn't think this guy would be as good as he is. Who surprised you this year? Franco Escobar. How come? Oh, he, he was kind of bad last year on LAFC. And he, he came in the first game with a bit of an injury. So there's a bit of excuse there, but he was pretty horrible against Cincinnati. Yeah. And then ever since he's came back from that injury, he's just been just so dominant and playing out of position too. I think he might have to just stay there all season. I don't know if I want to see him at right back. I think he's just so dominant at left back. He's, he's been the best offensive left back in MLS this season. I like how I like his shit housery. I like how he fucks around. Like, I love that about him. I'm in love with. Do you remember after the first game, you were you were all negative on Franco Escobar. You like never want to see him again. Yeah, because he was Gryffindor. Say he was dog shit. Yeah, but see, he was terrible in that game. Second chances. He got a second chance, and that's why he's my surprise player. He uh, he changed. He went from what he knew to what he didn't know, and things turned out better. Am I still talking about Franco Escobar, or am I making an analogy? It's a little of both. Mine's Steve Clark, dude. 37 years old. And I think he just, I think he has set some type of record with clean sheets right now or something. He's got the highest or second highest save percentage in the league. Mine's got to be Steve Clark because at his age, you're not supposed to be putting up those numbers. You're supposed to be regressing. Whereas he has turned it around compared to last year. And like we were saying earlier, I think it's not only in part to Steve and his own training and his fitness and all that. But I think it's part of the system as a whole, you know? He's been phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, Man, I don't know. We did our predictions for Seattle. What do you got, Joey? What do you want to talk about? I didn't see any topics from you, brother. Oh, talk about Thor. What a goal that was. Left foot. That was, that was nasty. Would you say the ball was thunderstruck? I, I would. I, I would say that. Dude, you want to talk about was it is it what is it called when it bounces? Is it a volley? Is it a one touch? What the hell was that? Because the ball hit, he just cued in on it and slammed it into the bottom corner. Oh, that, was a, that was a half volley. Half volley. That's right, because it hit the ground first, right? Mm-hmm. These damn Brits and their their words. Dude, yeah. he was he, he he was really good there, and I thought going forward he was pretty horrible the rest of the game. But I mean, that's all that matters. He got the goal. He played good defense too. He did. One thing that uh Sebastian did not do. All right, that that was Sebastian Ferreira's. That was that was one of the worst performances I've seen from a striker in a Dynamo jersey. That was like, what was that? I don't know, man. That was that was so pathetic. It's kind of like playing with nine. 
at times. Yeah, it, it, it really was. Every time he got the ball and they would try to make a transition play, he would just he would make a bad pass. He would get out muscled. He his hold the play was completely non-existent. I mean, one of the most important moments of the match was when they uh they won that second ball and Aaliyah made that really nice run. He drew in the he drew in the defenders and played Sebas out wide. Yep. To get the ball in the corner, Sebas takes one touch in the corner and gets bitched off. It falls on the floor. Yeah. And then doesn't even get up to try to help defend the counterattack that came out of it. I thought the pass from Aaliyah was a little a little hot. Like it was I thought supposed maybe to be. he was trying to lead him into the corner. I see. I thought at the time where he was, Sebas could have maybe gotten a shot off. But at that point, when I saw him start drifting, I saw the pass at that point. I was like, man, we should have just let Aaliyah, Aaliyah should have just taken the shot or held it up. Because, yeah, that was. Well, they were, like, they were just wait. They were just trying to get in the corner. That's what that's what the smart play was. I like that from Aaliyah. Yeah. And Sebas just quickly, like you said, got bitched off the ball. He's been such a disappointment. He's oh my god that that was that was just terrible, and wow. it, it, the sad thing is, is the last few times we've seen him, he's looked a little better, and then he just completely was like a shell of himself last night. It's like he saw Liu come in. Ben said on Glenn Davis the other day that Liu is going to play the nine, and Sebas just said, "Well, screw okay. it. I guess I don't give a shit anymore." Yeah, yeah, that's what it felt like to me. And then, you know. Uh, Liu, he looked hungry when he came on. He definitely didn't play great because he didn't really have many opportunities to play great. But Thor looked very hungry in the first half before the red card. Yes, he did. He was having a solid, solid game. What is is this? Is Sebas like, is Sebas fourth choice striker at that point then? You got Baird, Thor, Liu. Sebas, dude, he's got to get sold. Like it's, it's got to happen. Like there's no room for a, how much does he make a year? 1.7 million, 1.2 million. Uh, a lot, he, he, a lot, and he's a passenger. It's going to be the biggest miss of Pat Onstad's career. It's going to be the biggest miss after Wondolowski that we have ever had. Mm, uh, Kubo, we didn't pay this much for Kubo. We paid a lot for Kubo. Yeah, but Kubo at least played more than a year. Sebastian Kubo, yeah, well, Kubo sucked for like four years. <laughs> Yeah, and we're still, actually going to get some sort of resale value for Sebas, I think. Shit, we'll see. We'll see. Who knows, man? I mean, I I, I couldn't tell you. I, I I can't see us getting back half of what we paid for him. Who's going to look at these performances and be like, we want him? That's who we want. I mean, who's going to pay that money for him? Not MLS. He's going to have to go back to down south, Paraguay. Yeah. Well, the thing with Cuba, too, was Cuba, that like on paper was a slam dunk transfer. Like, there was... There was like no possibility that this guy was going to suck, and then he sucked. Like he was a proven MLS elite striker. Yeah, and then uh, now he's struggling in USL, isn't he? Orange County. Yep, he su- he sucks at USL. Uh, I think once you fall off, you know, from Mexico to MLS, and you end up in USL, I think you just kind of stop giving a shit. You know, you're not making much money. I- I'm a teacher, and I probably make more than most guys in USL, but. Yeah, it's a it's a uh, shitty situation. Yeah, probably probably the average. I mean, there's some players in USL that actually make some good money that make comparable yeah. to some like rotation players in MLS. Some for sure. Some for sure. Yeah. Any any hot topics burning through your brain right now we need to talk about? Because we got uh Seattle predictions, which we can I guess we could wanna skip those? Let's skip them. Yeah, I mean we already did that, so yeah, then we got our questions. You got any burning topics before we move into questions? Oh, burning topics. I just ripped off Glenn Davis. Sorry, Glenn. 
Oh man, and we could talk about Aaliyah more. All right, let's. Uh, well, what'd you what'd you what'd you see from him in that game? He's strong. His hold-up plays good. He's got a high motor. Uh, he gets around the field. He looks comfortable. He looks confident. He he doesn't look like he's going to come in and light the world on fire, but he looks like a guy that's going to give us the opportunity to move Baird out wide and have a striker that not only fits Ben Olsen's game plan, but has a high motor, can hold the ball up. Motherfucker's strong, and he's young. I think he's going to help slowly turn his team around. Yeah, Fafa was little. His head was yeah. Fafa's little. He's a big Fafa. He has that motor that Fafa has. Um, I don't think he's as fast. I don't know. Ali is also what eleven years younger than Fafa, so. Well, yeah, but I mean, I don't think Aliyu is Fafa speed even when Fafa, you know, was here. Fafa was still fast as shit. I don't know. We, we yeah, only I, saw him I for 20 I've minutes. Never, I've never seen, I've never seen Aliyu just. Yeah, flat out run. run. Yeah. yeah. Hey, we'll see yeah. it in times to come. But you watched him on TV. What did you see from him? What did you like? Dude, he was, he was pretty non-existent on the ball for most of the time, but that's not really his fault. I mean, they, at that, especially at that point of the game, it was just boot the fucking ball out of the box and get back in defensive shape. So, yeah, he he did his job getting back. He, he contributed to the team shape, which is awesome. I mean, he had that one really, really good run, which was that was one of the most aggressive runs we've seen from any of our forwards this season, which is great to see. You know, the only other guy we've seen stuff like that from is Baird, and he doesn't do it often. It's very he's very passive most of the time, but when he is aggressive, he's great. Yeah, but, but I'm I'm looking forward to seeing this guy play more. Me too. Now you said you do you think you'd are you going to be surprised if we see him? Do you think we're going to see him start this weekend? Because I say why not? Why I, I not? Don't, I don't think we're. I'm not going to say we're going to, but I will. Uh, I'm not going to be surprised if we do. That's what I think. Right on, right on. It's definitely a possibility. So, but I mean, for half the price of Sebastian, he looks like he's going to offer a lot more. Like he's a complete striker. He can do a little bit of everything, whereas Sebas can't. And he, he he looks to be in pretty good shape already. You know, what did he play last night? 25, 30 minutes? 15. 15? Okay. So based on that, I, I got to agree with you. I wouldn't be surprised if he starts, but I'm not expecting it. I would imagine we see Baird and then... uh. It would not surprise me if at the half they pull off Ivan Franco and we put a lead with the striker and buried out to the wing. That would not surprise me at all. even start Franco. I could, I could see Reigns starting this game on the right wing. I don't because he started and played the whole game last night. Did he play the whole game? No, he came off. He did come off. He came off. Well, the thing is, I, I think, well, I mean, they like to play really wide. So I think we might want to have that little extra bit of uh, defense on the wing and they'll go with Reigns. Possible. I, I thought he was. I, don't, I think it's definitely a possibility. Reigns looked good last night. Brooklyn I thought Reigns was terrible. Game. Really? I thought he had a pretty yeah. decent game. Joey, who played well yeah, in I your opinion that. last night other than Thor and Tarbell? Who was good? Caicedo was good. Uh, Dorsey, Morana, Caicedo. Let me pull up my rankings. I, I, I think I gave everyone a pretty solid score except for Reigns and Sebas. What did you give Sebas? Like a three? Yeah, you got a three. Joey got a seven. Joey hates Paraguay. He hates him. Casado got a seven. Dorsey got a seven. Bartlow got a seven. Morano got an eight. Oh. Oh, we didn't even talk about uh, Luis Quinones at all. 
You know what? Yo, he didn't have his worst game ever last night. He was dog shit going forward, but he was so good defensively. Yeah, he did some good things finally. Yeah, he had uh, four interceptions. Yeah, yeah. He's still nowhere good, good near Good defensive ready. outing for him. You think, you think he's staying? No, he's... <sighs> At that price, no. Because he's, uh, he's a Dynamo 2 player. It, it, it's it's like over a million, I believe. Yeah. It, there's, there's no way he would take a, a U-22 spot. He's just... He's such a raw talent, man. He He's just... He's just speed, really, at this point going forward. He he hasn't he doesn't know like the basics of soccer. He can't pass, he can't shoot, he can't dribble. He just he just runs. Now those are all things I can't do either. I haven't run all week either. He, he only completed a third of his passes last night. That's abysmal. Overall, our passing was shit. I think we're at sixty one percent completion percentage. But dude, we mm-hmm. like you said, it was just knock the ball down the pitch and then get back into shape. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I really thought Brooklyn Reigns was really, really, really rough last night, but he didn't really get involved in the game. He only had 18 touches. He he barely saw the ball, and he played a lot of the game. They played away from him because they know how goddamn good he is. He got a good ovation when he left. The uh, he got a, a lot of cheers. He walked all the way around the sideline, clapping his hands, doing his step. People were cheering for him. It, it was a good he, time. He deserved man. it. Yeah, a lot, we. He, I don't think he played well, but you know, I can't. I can't ever fault the kid's motor. Plays yeah. his heart out. He sure does. All right, man. You ready to do some questions? You got anything else you want to talk about? No, I told, no questions. I told you this is a fast one tonight. I'm going to go finish Chicago on Apple, and then I'm I'm falling asleep. I got to call back. Um, got to call back some friends that are checking on me to make sure I'm not fucking losing my shit. Which is fun. It's nice to have friends that check on you when uh people fuck you up. But okay, question one. <clears throat> question one. This comes from Jeff Strong. Dynamo cool again. He says, mm. Jeff says, biggest fan. He is, dude, he's a massive fan. He's Dynamo's biggest fan. You know, and second, uh, oh, fuck. Okay. All right. Yo, since we're talking about biggest fans, we're sitting there last night. I don't know if you listened to the 15 minute this morning. I'm sitting there with Chris and we're no, drinking dude. a beer and I'm facing like the exit to pitch. All of a sudden, Chris goes, Kenny, Kenny Kapner. Have you ever seen Kenny's interactions with me, Joey? No, he fucking hates this show. And Chris goes, Chris is like, hey, yeah, you're Kenny. And uh, he goes to me, he goes, hi, I'm Kenny. And I go, I'm Finn. And he was smiling when he introduced himself. And his smile just slowly like regressed into this, oh, shit face. Because, you know, he talks shit about us and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But uh, he looks at fucking Chris and he goes, and you must be Joe Chabala. And he was like, no, I'm fucking not. I was like, no, Joey's not five foot fucking two. Joey, how tall are you? Five seven. Yeah, Chris. I ain't tall either, but yeah, Kenny. Joey's not a midget. Chris is a little munchkin. He's cute though. Chris is cute. But yeah, dude, that was fuck. Like, I don't look, look, I don't go out. I'm pretty sure I saw Marlone walking in with his kid. But like I don't like go oh, out yeah. there and like, hey Marlone. I'm not gonna like yell at people. But uh I almost got Chris to go over and talk to the surge, but we're not doing that. All right, so here we go. Back to the question. Sorry, ADD. Jeff Strong says, how should Ben address the attack problems with the squad that he currently has? Are the issues due more to a lack of chance creation, or should they be focusing on finishing drills? Joe, you want to you handle this one? Yeah, and 
is it chance creation or finishing? It's it's a combination of both. We don't create a lot of chances. The ones we do, we don't usually put them away very clinically. So should he work on shooting drills? Definitely. I mean, I think every team should. Finishing is such an important part of the game. And chance creation, it's really... Did I lose you? It's getting Bassey in those in those good positions and asking him to be a little more aggressive because we see how passive he plays at times. You know, he gets in these good positions at the top of the 18 or right out wide, you know, he slows it down and passes it back to Herrera. We need to have him being a little more aggressive. Yeah. I mean, same with Franco as well. And then Coco just needs to sort of shit out really in the final third. That's just, that's another one of the big problems. And then, you know, the forwards, they need to finish. It's simple as that. It's Sebas, Sebas, Thor, and Baird. And it would leave. They need to, they need to have their shooting boots on. They haven't yet. You can't really say that about a Lee, but yeah, Ben's got them all wearing defender boots. He's like, put these on their high tops. So that's why Sebus is mad. He doesn't, he, he likes to show off his ankles and mm-hmm. with high tops. He can't do that. That's why he doesn't want to, uh, he doesn't want to play with for Ben Olsen. Dude. I, uh, I agree with you, man. It's, it's just an overall chemistry thing in the final third. We don't have a true killer as a striker and we don't have a killer wing bossy. To me, he, he's more of a 10. Like he's a creative midfielder, not so much a wing, but you play uh, what? Like you could play like a 4 4 2, and Bossy can sneak up the left, you know, do whatever you want. Cause like I said before, I don't know anything about the sport. I think it's everything too. Uh, let's see. Man, I didn't see who freaking sent in this question. Hold on. Here we go. Next question. This is an Instagram question from Shahadi. Shahadi? Ooh. Ooh. Let me see. Okay, he's cute. Okay. Shahadi says, <laughs> oh, I, I can compliment my listeners. I used to go back. I don't know. I just tell them they're cute. Shahadi says, I fucking lost it. How long do you feel it will take Aliyo to become the Dynamo striker? Shahadi, it happened. It happened the other night, last night. Uh, he, he is going to be the striker. Full time, I would say by June 1st, he is walking out there with the starting 11. What about you, Joey? Yeah, I think I think it's only a matter of time before he takes over the starting role. Yeah, it's exciting, dude. I hope he, I hope he pans out. I hope he's not a miss. I really do. We can't afford another miss up top, especially considering how well we're doing and the expectations that we as fans and I would imagine the coach and the FO have set for the team. You know. Mm-hmm. So these guys ask a lot of questions about Aliu. Uh, Sarcastic turtles dropped in too. He says. How likely is it that we see Aliyu play this week? Jesus. And how well a performance would he need to get on the starting lineup, either in this game or the rest of the month? Uh, let's see. Joey, go ahead. You go first. How likely is that we'll see him play? Um, I think there's like a 100% chance we at least see him play. Or that's from the starter from the bench. Who knows? I think it's probably more likely he starts on the bench and gets a good maybe 30 minutes or so. I wouldn't be surprised. That's usually what we see from uh, – the striker sub, whether it's Thor or Sebus. Yeah. Um, how good of a performance does he need to put in? Well, considering the strikers we do have playing, their performances have been pretty subpar. I would say it just needs to be better than them. And that's yeah. not too and that's not too hard. Like if he can tie up his boots, he can play the striker because yeah. we don't got we don't got anybody that can do that. Um, I, when he says how likely we see him play this week, we did. He just did. 
and how good of a performance would he need to get in the starting lineup? Dude, I, I think like you said, the other people performing so poorly, you don't have to shine as a nine right now. You'll be fine. You can play average and do it all the time. And you'll replace Sebas because Sebas doesn't play defense. And Thor is just at this point in his career, he's a uh, he's a squad and bench player. But I think Thor, I think Thor, honestly, man, I think Thor could have a higher ceiling than Freda based on his work ethic alone. What do you think? Mm, that's a tough question. That's a tough thing to answer. I know. I don't know. Um, I think I think when it comes to a ceiling at this club, Thor definitely has. But I think as an overall player, I would still give it to Sebas. Oh, Ferreira. Yeah. All right, last one. Sorry, boys and girls. This is a short episode. Daddy's got to sleep. How much of the last game do we put on the team performance-wise since we did lose a player early, changing the game plan that we had going into the match? Fuck, I have to reread that because I don't think Turtles worded that right. How, <laughs> how, what the fuck? How much of last game is on the team or, okay, so is it, which game is he talking about? Is he talking about KC? Or is he talking about RSL? Yeah, he's talking about KC. I'm reading it right now. He's so I think what he's trying to say is uh is how much hold up. <laughs> right, right. Are you reading it? I'm like, okay, what look? Yeah, he's he's trying to ask how how much of the how much do we put on the team performance being we went down a man? Nothing. It's all Chase Gasper. I, I don't I don't blame the team. I think Chase Chase made a foul that was oh, yeah, smart. I don't blame the team either. You know, I think we praised the team because they played so damn well. Yeah, when he went out, I told Chris, "I'm like two to one, we're gonna lose." I figured fucking Casey would come out and they would they would pump two goals into the net. I did, but they all they do is prove me wrong or right. But I. The team performance is fine. And Chase Gasper, I can't fault him. Did you see the foul that led to the red card? Yeah, it was stupid. It's a red card. No, oh, there's there's not even a debate. Okay, okay. Because I looked at it and I was like, man, that, that could be a yellow. But Chase didn't no, argue it. A red card. Yeah, Chase didn't argue it very much. And uh, he kind of just walked off the field. I guess he was tired. He hasn't played in a while. You know? So he's like, he coach Tampa. Yeah, but... I felt like last night he was really getting into it. Yo, him and Brad Smith, I can't tell them apart. I really can't. Yeah, on the TV is hard. And then Kenny Bundy's there, and it's like, shit, Brad Smith's the coach now? What happened? I was like, no, it's Kenny <laughs> Bundy. Oh, shit, I couldn't tell. Dude, it's it's so difficult. Even in person, it's hard because they would actually kind of switch. Like they would replace each other. Or, or if Gasper mm-hmm. went out wide, Smith would you know, tuck in and vice versa. So it was like, wait a minute, is that Gasper or is that Smith? Uh, but yeah, dude, Smith is Smith is much better than Gasper, and Smith is looking. Uh, he's doing some pretty good things. I'm pretty excited about him. I think he is going to be that left back, and I think Franco is going to go back to the right. I think we're going to be fucking dangerous. I hope that doesn't happen. But I see. But they've also played Smith in the midfield, so Smith could be or on the wing. Smith could play the left wing. He won't. But I am excited to see Smith and uh, Escobar. Excited to see everybody healthy. You know, yeah, it's nice. It's a good, a uh, good problem to have. It's so nice to have. We used to do. We used to be like, no, don't make subs. No, don't put in Seren. No, don't put in Funmayor. 
Now it's like probably leave junk wall on the leave junk wall on the off the plane. How is how is Sam doing? I haven't we haven't said his few name. games for them. How is he? That's, I think he's played more games than Lundy. Oh, Lundquist. Austin sucks. Fuck them. Yeah, dog, dude, I was subs. When I saw Adam Lundquist assist Maxi Rudy for the for the goal last night, I was like, oh my god. Yeah, it's a little dynamo connection right there. Uh yep. Sam's Sam's played 87 minutes in Dallas. 84% pass completion. Lundy's played more games than Lundy's played a full 90. Yeah. Sam Junkwell played eight. He started 18 matches for us in 2021. 18. That's so many. Yeah, because that's when Lundqvist had that long-term injury. The uh, dislocated kneecap? Yeah. I remember that. Like half I was, the season. I was fucking there for that. It was gross, dude. It was nasty. But yeah, that was a... Uh, yeah, he had a... Decent little run. Poor Sam. He's fine. He's in Dallas now. All right, Joey. What else you got? I think that covers it, really. I think it covers it, too, guys. I'm uh, I'm going to go crawl into my shell and take a nap until tomorrow morning. What do you got playing the rest of the evening? I'm going to run to the movies. Why don't you just drive? What are you going to go watch? Guardians. Of the Galaxy? Yeah. Tight. By yourself? Are you taking your dad? I'm just going to go by myself. Take your dad. I don't even know if my dad's around tonight. He's probably busy. You on any dating apps yet? No. Dude. It's it's a nightmare. I think I'm going to go to church and start picking up like girls at church. Women. I don't know. Where do you... you, Look, if you're out there and you're listening to me, where the fuck are the normal people at my age? I don't think there's any of us left. I think they're all taken. I think we're all just fucked up. Oh, yeah, there's definitely up. not. It's terrible, man. It's like sorting through a fucking trash bin for the nicest piece. But then again, I guess women feel the same when they meet me. Although the new car doesn't hurt. New car looks fucking dope. Nice. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, I'm pretty excited, man. That piece of shit Kia is wearing on me, man. It was just like, I hate, I hate driving this. It's depressing. It makes me feel bad about myself. But I like, I like my Ford. What do you got? Ford what? Fiesta. You drive one of those, huh? The little ones? Yeah. Well, you're five. Nice little car. You're five seven. You got it, and it's just you. What's your dream car? I don't really have a dream car. I'm not really much of a car guy. Just give me something that's good on gas. What? Your dream car, (laughs) and you're like, fucking gas, give me a Prius. You don't have a dream car like mine would be a Oh, mine would be like a 1950s Thunderbird or a 1960s Mustang. They're just, or what are they? The old Impala SSs are fast as fuck. I would drive an old Mustang. I used to love my dad's Corvette. Those are nice. He sold it though. My parent, my mom, and my dad are pissed. They're like, you bought a Chevy. We raised you to buy Ford. I'm like, but I bought Kia. I never bought Ford because they're not as reliable. My brother has a Kia. Dude, I love them. Reliability wise, they're tits. Yeah, it's Kia Rio. Yeah, I had Forte, which is like nice slightly bigger, slightly bigger. Yeah. But now, man, now we're cruising. Big old wide body, big tires. Nice and quiet. I, on I, the I, I freaking love my Fiesta. It's a 2019. I got it for a pretty good price. So, dude, my daughter, Saturday, we're going to take my, my girls to my parents' house because my son had, uh, he had his uh, soccer championship game. So I dropped them off. and Or if we're going in the car. I'm coming down and my, my son goes, Dad, she she messed the lock up and now the door won't close. My five-year-old somehow 
took the lock and she pushed the latch with her little tiny finger and got it to like lock inside the door. So I'm, I'm sitting here tripping because I'm like, man, I got to go over there to my parents. My, my dad's always like really critical about shit I buy and cars, mm-hmm. especially, man, because he used to he used to run car dealerships. And I was like, this is great. We're going over there. I can't even get the fucking door closed. I run upstairs. I'm getting screwdrivers. I'm getting vice grips. I'm getting hammers. I come back down and my son goes, hey, dad, I Googled it on YouTube. I'm going to pull the outside handle. Just rotate it forward. Fixed it in 10 seconds. <laughs> Made my day. Well, Joey, that's it, man. That is it. I feel like, man, I feel like I've dominated the show and I've talked way too much. And I'm sorry for that. Got you good. But uh, I love you, man. We will talk again soon, yeah? Peace out, bro. And as always, where's the record button? Oh, here we go. As always, go Dynamo. Ferreira at the far post. Can he get a shot off? It's Ferreira to get his second. Yes, he does. Goes in off the hands of JT Marcinkowski. Thomas Ferreira has picked up the second. It's 4-2 Houston Dynamo. shout out to my favorite band familiar with failure for the introductory music you can find them at fwftx on all social media platforms once again that's familiar with failure check them out badass band cool ass people